So here we go. <clears throat> it's Friday, 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 September 25th. Is it the 25th? Is that right? I believe it is. I believe that's right. What do we got here? So let's, let's double check. Let's make sure of everything. Uh, yes, Friday, September 25th, <clears throat> 2020. Uh, for all you who have a regular job, you get a weekend. For everybody else, you're working tomorrow anyway, so it doesn't matter. And for those of you who wish you were working, let's hope that something happens soon. And uh, there is news on that front, by the way. <clears throat> so don't forget, today is Friday, and that means there will be, uh, you know, that uh, flaming bag of crap dropped on your doorstep either tonight or tomorrow. And in fact, there was something already announced, uh, and that would be Donald Trump announcing his pick for the um, uh, uh, for the uh, Supreme Court. You know, his first pick. Uh, from what uh, I'm guessing, because he needs Florida. I'm guessing it's going to be a, uh, I can't think of her name. She's uh, Cuban, a woman. She's Cuban and she's in Florida and she's a right wing sociopath. Uh, But we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Um, But either way, there could be some other uh, flaming bags of uh, crap left on your doorstep. So make sure you watch the news Friday night and Saturday uh, because that's when they drop that garbage in hopes that it will disappear by Monday. Um, of course, the, uh, the Sunday, uh, Sunday shows, the Sunday news shows will probably be talking about the Supreme Court pick. Um, and probably talking to Nancy Pelosi about what she plans to do. Uh, because uh, she she's got her work cut out for her to somehow block this uh, this this pick. Her and uh, uh, is it Chuck Schumer, the Senate Minority Leader? Is that is that who it is? <clears throat> uh, Notorious RBG is uh, now lying in state at the U.S. Capitol. She's the uh, first woman and uh, first Jewish person uh, to uh, do that. It's bittersweet because th- those in the Senate. It's the Senate and the House who decide who should who should lie in state, but those in the Senate are now uh, plotting against her last wishes. Of course, um, I I guess it's sort of like raping someone but using a condom. I mean that, that that's pretty harsh, but it really needs to be harsh at this point, and that's probably not harsh enough. Anyway, uh, Joe Biden and his, uh, his, of course, his wife, Jill, are among those uh, paying respects this morning. Uh, Senator Kamala Harris also plans to stop by today. Um, lawmakers are uh, holding a formal uh, ceremony for uh, Ginsburg uh, in the uh, National Sanctuary Hall inside the Capitol. Uh According to the architect of the Capitol, Ginsburg is only the second Supreme Court justice to lie in state at the Capitol. The other was Chief Justice William Howard Taft. And if you remember, he was also president. Remember that story about, I don't know if this is true, where, because uh, William Howard Taft was a large man. And there's a story about him getting stuck in a bathtub because he was so, he was so uh, obese. But I'm not sure if that happened. 
It seems to me if he's stuck in a bathtub, there's no room for water. So how is he taking a bath in the first place? Anyway. Um, you know, I, I think there's, a, there's something that Joe Biden should do. He should announce his picks for who he would choose uh, for a Supreme Court nomination. And I have a really good suggestion of who he should uh, pick. I have two suggestions. Brilliant suggestions. I don't know if they would take it. I don't know if they would accept it. But Joe Biden should say, you know what? I have a Supreme Court pick also. Barack Obama. Or, I know you're still applauding. Or, even better, this might be great. Michelle Obama. Imagine. Imagine the idea of Michelle Obama being the next Supreme Court pick. Ah, oh, man, that would be awesome. She's qualified. I mean, you, you actually don't need to be uh, a, a lawyer. There's been many uh, Supreme uh, 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 Court judges that were never a lawyer. They were never involved in the law. You just have to be uh, measured, intelligent, you know, unlike uh, Donald Trump. So Donald Trump has been accused of a transparent and pathetic attempt to bribe seniors for their votes after he vowed to send $200 uh, prescription drug discount cards to more than 30 million Medicare recipients ahead of the uh, November election. Uh, during a speech on health care in North Carolina uh, uh, yesterday, uh, Trump claimed that the cards will be mailed out in the coming weeks and declared he will always take care of our wonderful citizens, senior citizens. You know, it's funny he's saying, you know, given saying that given his uh, COVID response and all the senior citizens who died and are still dying because he decided to just, you know, have all the Republican states open up stuff. He's, he's like, you know, he's all for it. And people just keep dying. But... If you're going to vote for him, he's all for you. He said, Trump said, nobody's seen this before. These cards are incredible. Joe Biden won't be doing this. And you're right. Joe Biden won't be doing this because the right thing to do is to get Medicare to negotiate with the drug companies. But the Republicans passed a law saying that they couldn't do it. They, they not only didn't want Medicare to negotiate with drug companies. They, they, they not only didn't say, oh, we're not going to do this. They literally passed a law saying that Medicare could not do it. Wow. Uh, the New York Times reported last week that uh, uh, the president said, Joe, uh, oh, wait, no, no, that's not it. The New York Times reported last week in private negotiations with the uh, uh, pharmaceutical industry, the Trump administration demanded that companies pay for $100 cards that would be mailed to seniors before November. Some of the drug ma makers bridled at being party to what they they feared would be seen as a, like an 11th hour political boost for Trump. And uh, the demand was like a breaking point in, in the collapse talks. Uh, bridled. That's actually a good word, bridled. That's sort of like um, if the drug mater, uh, if, if Trump said, hey, 
you pay $100 for uh, cards for 30 uh, million uh, senior citizens, uh, and I want you to do it now. And the drug company said, dude, whoa, are you kidding? That's what bridled means. Anyway. Uh, White House spokesperson uh, yesterday said that the uh, $7 billion in funding for, the, for these $200 dis- discount uh, cards would come from savings produced by Trump's most favored nation's drug pricing proposal, which has yet to be imp- uh, implemented. And uh, so basically the Trump administration is effectively pledging to spend $6.6 billion dollars in money that from savings that we that does not currently exist. Ooh, man, that's kind of anti-Republican, don't you think? <laughs> Anti-conservative, anyway. <clears throat> uh, Speaker Pelosi indicated on Thursday, yesterday, that Democrats will draw, uh, draft a new COVID relief bill and look to bring it to uh, for a vote before October 2nd when the House is scheduled to recess. Uh, Pelosi has designated Richard Neal, who heads the uh, Ways and Means Committee, to lead the new effort. Uh, Neal estimated that the new package will uh, uh, be in the range of about uh, $2.2 trillion. You know, originally, I think the, the what was it, 3.5 something, I forget. I, I, I'll tell you in a second. Uh, Neil said the uh, Wa- uh, Ways and Means Committee wrote most of it to begin with, so we're just going to revisit a lot of it. And a- a- he was talking about the HEROES Act. Uh, the potential $2.2 trillion bill would be lower than the $3.4 trillion HEROES Act, uh, which the House passed in May. Remember, they passed it in May, and the Republicans didn't even look at it for four months. And they went on vacation while people were suffering. And then they passed a, well, first they passed a, uh, a $1 trillion bill. And then, and then uh, nobody liked it, so they passed a $300,000 bill, which is like nothing. It does nothing. Nothing at all. Anyway. Uh, the, yeah, the HEROES Act, uh, which the House passed in, in May, but is uh, roughly in line with what was uh, previously offered uh, to Republicans. Um, Republicans had offered the feeble $1 trillion Heals Act in a Senate proposal, and and even Republicans didn't like it. So, uh, negotiations have stalled for months due to Republicans. I mean, Democrats had their bill in May, and the Republicans could have started negotiating, but no. They didn't do it. Anyway, uh, Republicans delayed releasing a proposal following a passage of the House Heroes Act. Their original plan, the Heals Act, did not even make it to the Senate floor uh, for a vote uh, and, and because the various factions of the, of the Republican uh, Senate balked at the bill, um, including fiscal conservatives, conservatives that were worried about the national debt. Uh, more recently, Senate, Senate Republicans unveiled the so-called skinny bill uh, that helped to uh, coalesce Repu- uh, Republicans, but brought their one tr- this is what I was telling you about, that dropped, uh, dropped their $1 trillion proposal down to between three and $500 billion. Uh, anyway, Democrats dismissed the skinny bill. Uh, Senate Minority Leader Chuck Schumer called it a 
emaciated Republican COVID proposal that fails to meet the needs of the American people. And he was right. Um, <clears throat> the bill garnered 52 votes, but uh, this is the skinny version, uh, garnered 52 votes, but failed to advance in the Senate. I, you know, getting things done in the House, the Democrats are, and the, and the Republicans in the Senate are just saying, nope, nope, nope. Nope, nope, nope. Block this, block that, block this, block that. We don't want anything to do with it. Anyway, uh, on the uh, census, and I've, I, as you know, I've been following the census story because the census is, is hugely important. A federal court has ordered the Trump administration to abandon last-minute changes to the 2020 census schedule and extend the time for counting an additional month, which, by the way, is still not enough because they delayed it by five months. Five months during the flu pandemic, the 1918 flu pandemic, which lasted through 1920. Uh, 1920 they started counting door to door in January. Ah. Anyway. The uh, preliminary uh, injunction issued yesterday by U.S. Ju uh, District Judge Lucy Coe in the Northern District of California requires the Census Bureau to keep trying to uh, tally the country's uh, residents uh, through October 31st. Uh, and, and by the way, yeah, this is, this, is, this is in California, but it has to do with the country, that the census has to continue throughout the country. And it should. I mean... It's easy to count rural places where Republicans are, but it's hard to count the cities where Democrats are. And that's what the Republicans are counting on by stopping it early. Uh, the ruling is the latest development in the federal lawsuit over the administration's decision to shorten the timeline for the national headcount. Uh, the Justice Department, which did not immediately respond uh, to a request for comment, is expected to appeal the order, of course. Donald Trump wants to suppress everything uh, and further complicating what could be the final days of counting for this year's census. A co judge co uh, found that the administrators uh, administration's truncated census schedule is likely to produce inaccurate numbers about historically undercounted groups, including people of color and immigrants. What a shock that they would want that to happen. Uh, that in turn would harm the constitutional purpose of the count to redistribute, redistribute the seats in the House of Representatives among the states based on their latest population. You know, things are going on at the census. Let me tell you. They stopped counts in traditionally, traditionally liberal areas and concentrated all their efforts in uh, traditionally conservative areas. For instance, they stopped counts in Hollywood and Los Feliz, way early on, like, like, like three weeks ago, to concentrate on counts in Pasadena, which are a, a lot of Republicans in, in uh, Pasadena, because they want to redistribute the House. They, they especially want to do it around here because they want to get rid of Adam Schiff. <laughs> anyway, <clears throat> Uh, the judge also found that the challengers in the lawsuit, a coalition of groups led by the National Urban League, are ultimately likely to succeed in the lawsuit by arguing that the administration's decision was arbitrary and capricious. Capricious? Capricious? 
anyway, in response to uh, disruptions caused by the uh, uh, COVID pandemic, you know, I, I already mentioned this, the administration had previously called for more time for a once-in-a-decade census and asked Congress to pass a four-month extension to the legal dead, uh, deadlines for reporting results. Now, when I first saw what Dillingham, Stephen Dillingham, inserted into the uh, census uh, January uh, of uh, uh, 2019 by Donald Trump, so you know he's a, he's a fan of Donald Trump. Um, the, the things that have been going on with the census are criminal at best, uh, anti-American. Uh, I, I, I could go on forever. I mean, they, the leaders at the census want nothing but to remove uh, uh, congressional seats from Democrats. They are desperate, desperate, because they know, they know they are, they were, and you know what? It's funny because what's going, what's happening right now is so many people are moving uh, out of the cities because of COVID. And a lot of them started doing it before April 1st. April 1st is the snapshot. When I say snapshot, that's when the census uh, counts people. They want to take a snapshot of the United States. Who lived, who lived here on April 1st is the question. If you moved, if you moved in, they want to know about the people that lived there before. That's the question. It's a snapshot. Obviously, people move around all the time. You can't keep counting for the for the day that you're doing it. You have to pick a, a, a specific day. Uh, anyway, yeah, the it's a lot of people have been moving out of the cities, and the Republicans are probably going to gain seats anyway because of that. But that being said. The places where they gain seats might become more liberal because it's people from the liberal cities that are moved in, moving into the uh, uh, suburban areas. So, eh, I don't know what's going to happen. We'll see. Anyway, in July, the administration changed its position with no public uh, um, uh, explanation. Uh, about about uh, asking for a four-month extension. They had asked for a four-month extension, which I was against at first. But once they delayed it by five months, I was like, we have to do it. We should not, and I did not want to do it. I did not want to do it because I knew there were going to be some challenges in court, and the Supreme Court closes in April, which would limit those challenges and delay them for another year, at least which would allow Republicans to hold out onto seats longer. This is why I, I wanted to stop it. I know it's a very complex issue, and you probably don't understand what I'm saying, but I understand it in my head. <laughs> anyway, uh, the Census Bureau Director Stephen Dillingham, I told you about that turd, later confirmed that the uh, Commerce Secretary Wilbur Ross, who oversees the Bureau, had directed it to speed up all counting efforts to end by September 30th a month earlier than the Bureau had planned in order to deliver the first set of results to President Trump, as federal law requires. Federal law, uh, Title 13, by the way, uh, by the end of the year. It's, re it's required to give it to uh, the president by December 31st. 
Now, every other decade, it could be a president that's being uh, uh, um, removed. So, and this is one of those decades. Uh, Congress has yet to pass any laws to extend the census reporting deadline, although a bipartisan group of uh, senators recently introduced a bill uh, with extensions. Uh, that's almost it, but I, I, I came across this story that, you know, normally I don't like these stories but they, because they take away from other stories, but, and this is, but this is kind of disturbing. Police in Vietnam said they found almost 230,000, I'm sorry, that I, I misread that, 320,000 recycled used condoms that were being repackaged as new. Hey, you know, this condom seems to have extra lube in it. I wonder where that's from. Um, anyway, market inspectors in uh, Bin Dong, Bin Duong, Bin Dong, really? Uh, okay, market inspectors in, in Bin Dong <laughs> province raided a factory near uh, Ho Chi Minh City where they discovered uh, used condoms being repackaged to be sold at the market. Uh, an inspector said that the uh, factory's 34-year-old owner, a woman, confessed that they purchased the condoms from someone else after buying the condoms from a man. They were washed and reshaped and packed in plastic bags. That brings up another question. Why did this guy have 320,000 condoms that he had for sale, and where did he get them? I mean, seriously. Where did they come from? How did he collect these things? Used condoms. Does he does he have a, does he have a, a, a the entire uh, uh, Eastern world of uh, whorehouses and he just said oh put them in this package we're gonna resell them later where did he get three hundred twenty thousand dollars three hundred twenty thousand used condoms oh jeez I don't know that's it for me it's Friday remember to look in your news tonight remember to see what sort of uh, uh, flaming bag of crap is left on your doorstep either tonight or tomorrow. It always happens. Um, <clears throat> I, I appreciate you listening. Uh, I would appreciate it more if you told other people about me and brought them in. Um, remember, government profit is measured by the betterment of the people. This is Peter Lawrence reporting from Los Angeles. I'll see you Monday.